I'm Tyler, throw your Game Boy in the trash dentering. I'm Connery, dads only understand power, Hanson. <laughs> dads only understand one thing, and it's power. power. You have to be a dad to truly understand also. <laughs> and if you couldn't tell from those uh, nicknames, we're covering... The Space, Space Jam. The, the Space Jam 2, A New Legacy. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're currently... <laughs> we dr- needed alcohol drinking for this jam. one. <laughs> I was going to say we're currently drinking jam, mm, but that doesn't Mine's matter. strawberry. Yeah, it's a sour. Uh, no, no, just some uh, Chardonnay and one Modelo. Yep. I didn't have a fully stocked fridge this time. Look, look, we covered Space Jam <laughs> in your timeline last weekend, in our timeline, like two hours ago. <laughs> two hours ago. <laughs> and we watched Space Jam A New Legacy. I was like, I need like 15 minutes to process, mm. and uh, now we're now we're covering Space Jam: A New Legacy on this podcast known as the franchise. The franchise. The podcast where friends get together to talk about movie franchises. Big, <laughs> small, uh, everywhere in between. Sometimes they're about sometimes giant monkeys. Sometimes they're about giant monkeys sitting around and watching a basketball game happen. <laughs> sometimes they're as big as uh, LeBron James. Sometimes they're even bigger. At, like Don Cheadle when he says that LeBron James is short. <laughs> he does. That's that's what I got this I thought time. he'd be taller. <laughs> we told our last guest, Jose Ivara, on air that we're doing this the same day. And he said, oh, God, no. <laughs> oh, God, no. I said, do you want to stay? He said, no. So we should have taken his, uh, taken his advice. But nevertheless, here we are for you. We're doing it for you. <laughs> for the listener, not for our schedules and the fact that we want to get this over with pretty fast. <laughs> it's all because you requested it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's not because we don't want to like slide through this as quickly as possible. I'm like, oh, it's good to do like new movies every once in a while. Yeah. Maybe everybody in the, on the internet's wrong. Maybe Space Jam and New Legacy does have some stuff going for it mm-hmm. that people aren't appreciating. And um, but I think we were wrong. <laughs> I think this is pretty fair. <laughs> yeah, they're the like, judgment the general is fair. consensus. Yeah. yeah. But uh, you know, before we get jump back into the world of the Space Jam uh, cinematic universe, and therefore the Warner Brothers server verse, <laughs> server What's new with you, Connery? Well, what's new with me? I played Enter the Gungeon in the fifteen minute interval since we last were doing this show. It's one of my favorite games. I believe it was free on PlayStation Plus a few um, months back. But it's really fun. It's a little roguelike uh, pixel shooter where you just get a whole bunch of different kinds of guns and you shoot bullet people. It's fun. You shoot bullet people? Yeah. Different kind of pun names based on D&D monsters. Like there's the, I think it's like a Beholder, Beholster or something like that. And he has a bunch of different guns and he's like a big guy. Oh, all the different guns are based on D&D characters? Yeah. Well, uh, no, like the bosses and the monsters are. But it's just like, a, wait, did you say it's a roguelike? Or like... Yeah, it's, it's a roguelike, so. So it just resets every single? Mm-hmm. But you, like, keep the progress. So, like, if you unlocked a new gun, that like, stays in the rotation, and it's good. It's a fun game. Cute nice. little game by Devolver. That is what we did between the 15 minutes mm-hmm. <laughs> after finishing Space Tyler, Jam Tyler, what did you do within the 15 minutes? <laughs> I looked up Space Jam facts, but oh, good. <laughs> what else is new with me is that I watched a Loki series. Oh did yeah, you see cool. that yet? I you know what I watched two episodes of it, and I feel like as is per usual with me with watching like new TV shows, is I watch two episodes, get excited about it, then drop off the face of the earth from it and finish it all in one sitting, like a month and a half later. Yeah, that's uh, pretty good. That's kind of what I'm doing with the Bad Batch because yeah. like there's half an hour long basically, mm-hmm. and it's like I kind of want to watch just a bunch of these in a row. Yeah, instead of watching one a week because it almost like I like I like that show overall. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but I'd rather just watch two hours of it. Than Maybe I'll watch the rest of the Lo- of Loki tonight because that sounds like fun. Yeah, and honestly, like the first I watched the first twenty minutes of it originally, and mm-hmm. I was like, all right, there's like way too much explanation in this yeah. in the beginning. But the more I sat through it, I'm just like, oh. Um, it gets fun. Yeah, it, it definitely gets fun. Um, there is still like a lot of explanation in terms of like timelines and everything. There's a I, lot he- of ex- I heard the last episodes a lot. Uh, I don't. I mean, probably, but yeah. it's like it got to the point where there's like so much explanation and exposition that I just kind of tuned out to whatever actually <laughs> is going on. Like, I don't yeah. really care what the implications are in this like fictional universe, anyways. Mm-hmm. I just it. I just kind of tried to remove all the marvelness from it and yeah. just like enjoy the characters that's cool that's a good and, idea and the actors and i mean owen wilson's in it yeah and he is. i haven't seen him i'm sure he's been in stuff in the past few years but niles our studio intern is uh sh- shuffling uh there he's writing notes in the background yeah, it's his cubicle he's <laughs> typing away niles is in a little cubicle with a little tie <laughs> and just, glasses yeah just like algae rhythm <laughs> You know what the other thing that's new with me is? I've watched a shit ton of Naruto. <laughs> oh, well, okay, before I continue with my Loki talk, talk oh, about sorry. Naruto. Um, I watched all of the original Naruto series. This is just because I was really bored for... I don't know, Niles was around, and I was like, I want to watch something I can like half pay attention to and still like watch yeah. it at the same time. And I... Yeah, I know, Niles, I'm sorry. But... <laughs> I put on the original Naruto, and that and I didn't listen to the I listened to the dub and not the sub because I wanted to again half pay attention. Yeah. So I put it on, and I was like, "Oh, that was actually kind of fun," and I kind of understand what my cousins were talking about because I never really got into it when I was their age. And I'm like, "Oh, that was fun." And then I started watching Shippuden, and that's really good. Is Naruto. that like the? Is that kind of like Dragon Ball Super or something? It's like the next thing, or yeah, what? it's it's like the next thing except he's older and like the original. He's like 12, and now he's like 16 in the new oh. one. So like everybody's aged up. Yeah, I never knew how old he was supposed to be. Yeah, and apparently he's 12 in the first one, and he's, now he's 16 in Shippuden. Gotcha. Which I was like, it's cool. I got to one of the fights where his uh, mentor dies, Jiraiya. Is that the guy with the uh, the band over his eye? Uh, the... No, that's Kakashi. The, oh, right, right. Um, yeah, the, uh, Jiraiya's the guy with the white spiky hair with a ponytail. Uh, Yes, I think so. The frog I, sage. Uh, I don't remember that part. <laughs> I watched it a little bit when it was on Toonami originally. He, he was around. He was like in the later seasons of the first Naruto series. Yeah. I remember him, and I remember the guy who's kind of like... His name Bruce or something. He's the one that doesn't have any ninja powers. Broccoli. Broccoli. He's thanks. the fucking best. See, that's why I got confused because I was like thinking Bruce Lee. But yeah. His name's Broccoli. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or is it Broccoli or Rock? I think it's Broccoli. Broccoli makes more yeah. sense. Broccoli sounds like a Dragon Ball Z character. Well, broccoli- in that he's a vegetable. Well, he's also he's like a bowl cut and he wears all green. So yeah, I was like, yeah. he could be Broccoli. That's yeah. funny. But I, I love him. He was one of my favorite characters. Like rewatching now, so I was like, I love Broccoli. Broccoli. I love Shikamaru. Were you watching that on Funimation or? I was watching it on uh, Hulu. They, oh, they have, oh, all, they okay. have all, the whole series, and then gotcha. I got to a certain point in Shippuden, and then like the dubs ran out, and then went to the subtitles, and I was like, "Well, I don't know." I was like, "I don't. I want to watch them, but at the same time, like, I, th- I think I'm a little narrowed out for now." Yeah, I totally get it, and also just like the whole dub or sub ordeal is mm-hmm. like I feel like Naruto's like that's my opinion is that something like Naruto or Dragon Ball. Yeah. Dragon Ball Z is like perfectly fine, or like One Piece or whatever is mm-hmm. perfectly fine to watch the dub. I feel like they have a good American cast. So that's why, like the voices sound. Yeah, this kind of this kind of like yeah, they do have good cast, and they're kind of like I feel like they're kind of meant to be the ones that translate mm-hmm. anyways in a way because they're it's like the like the, what the Shonen Jump kind of yeah kind like of manga. Universally. Um, they're like 
yeah, they're just kind of uh, they're in the zeitgeist, pulpy and like kind of just like franchisey in a way, mm-hmm. and meant to cross over in some ways. Yeah, they all have movies devoted to them. Like Demon yeah. Slayer is probably well, you think Demon Slayer does have a dub, but I'm not a big fan of the voices in that. But oh well. Um. So yeah, like something like that. It's like if it was a more serious, I, like I don't know. I've never seen uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion. Mm. But that one's a weird one to watch in dub. Yeah, I'd probably watch the sub of that. Yeah, but that, that show's just fucking weird. That's in general, one I've dude. definitely been meaning to to get around to because yeah. I especially heard like the last like the last season's really weird and nobody liked it. And then like he made a movie that was like you had to like fix everything, but it was also like still like f you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm really fascinated by that whole thing. Yeah, it gets so weird. That's like one of those anime where like the kid is like striving to impress his shitty dad or the entire time. I'm like, the point of this show should be, you don't have to impress your mean, horrific father. Are you talking about Space Jam, a new legacy again? Yeah. I'm talking about both of these <laughs> neon, neon evangelical, whatever and, bad dad and bad dads. It's having common with Space Jam because he's like, Oh my father, I just want to impress him. Why won't my father love me? You don't need your father to love you. He's a piece of shit. Yeah. Well, you know, you don't know that stuff as a kid. Yeah. I used to be a piece of shit. Huh? I used to be a piece of shit. Are you talking about LeBron? <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> He's so mean in the beginning of this he movie. He's awful in the beginning. <laughs> um, so, Naruto, anime, yeah, Loki. Please, please go on about Loki, though. Um, I, I totally... No, it's Owen Wilson uh, is in it. That's... all. Uh, yeah, Owen Wilson's in it as... What's his name? Morph? Not Morpheus. Mobius. Mobius. He kind of runs the TVA, which is like the timeline authority. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just forgot how much i missed him in things i'm like he's Aww. just very enjoyable he's one of my favorite actors um he's like he can be in dumb comedies but he mm-hmm. can also just be like a good dramatic actor and this is somewhere in between yeah he's just like a delight to watch <laughs> you know <laughs> huh? I, I i saw the ending i think of loki or like in an image basically yeah. which i can assume they they reestablished the multiverse obviously to make way for doctor strange 2 yeah and I really like the image because, like, the t- the time people sing is, like, a, just an orange flat line. And then by the end of it, it's, like, this beautiful colored, like, branching tree of yeah. things. I'm like, this looks right. It makes me I, – I, I, I haven't seen it, but do they establish, like, the establishing the multiverse is, like, a good thing over, like, being destructive? Uh, I don't think it's – I think it's more destructive because I think they're going to do season two. Mm. Uh, so I guess full spoilers for Loki. Yeah, sorry. Skip ahead if you want. No, that's fine. But – um. Yeah, there's going to be a season two, and mm-hmm. kind of everything's kind of messed up at the end, but mm. I don't know if it really is, like, truly messed up. It's, like, it's one of those shows that, like, I was reading one review, mm. and it's kind of how I used to feel about, like, comic book movies yeah. and comic books, especially, especially, like, mm. Marvel comics, yeah. where it's, like, oh, all the different alternate universes, it means things don't really matter as much. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, one review on Letterboxd, it's, like, oh, like, nothing really matters anymore, all the multiverse, like, uh. like every timeline, so, like... The main timeline that they built means nothing anymore. It's like it, it means truly, everything. Yeah, it's it, it truly doesn't matter. Yeah. Anyways, even if it's not Earth Prime, it's like you just go to see a movie to watch a story. Like, yeah, and also you're dismissing like every other thing then that exists if it's not like your special place. Yeah, exactly. So it's like I like that. I like that MCU seems to be branching out to multiverse stuff because they mm-hmm. can tell different perspectives on the characters, just like yeah. the comics do. I mm-hmm. think that's fun. Um, so I like that aspect of it a lot. And there's they DC do another punch. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they're they're kind of doing it in a reverse way. Like DC mm. just kind of jumped to do that. Yeah. Instead of like having it part of the actual storyline. Mm, I guess so. Yeah. But um, yeah, uh, Owen Wilson's great. Uh, 
the whole cast is really good. Gugu Mbatha-Ra is good. Uh, uh, Richard E. Grant is in it. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, he plays uh, like OG Loki. Yeah, he or plays classic like Loki. Yeah, he looks and cool. I really like him. Yeah, he's super that. cool. <laughs> I think. I, when I was like putting on letterbox or whatever, I'm like, I want Richard E. Grant to be my uncle, and just he, and he only wears that all the time. He's just like my kooky uncle that wears the old Loki outfit. He looks like this. Like, uh, like I really hope he took it home with him after filming. Like I would at least take <laughs> yeah. like the like the weird like helmet thing. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I think he looks like this character in a. I think he kind of like he like, again. He looks like this like old scary Loki and like the one this universe where like Loki wins and like imprisons Thor and becomes the ruler of Asgard. And he just has like a scar level meltdown, and then like Thor breaks out, and he's like, "Oh no, I'm fucked!" Like the <laughs> entire comic just leads up to that. Yeah, and um, I don't know. Yeah, just like all the characters nice. and everything. And I, at least I, at first I was like, "Oh, more Loki stuff." Like I feel like it's kind of overdone, but I'm just like, "Oh no, I could." Especially looking at there's some timeline on Twitter of like Thor, like mm-hmm. the introduction of each character in 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 MCU. Yeah, and it was like Loki first appearance, Thor final appearance. Uh, final appearance Loki and it's just like oh yeah I mean it's literally just his name but if you look at it with the typeface and everything it's like I mean it's obviously his story Yeah, but it's kind of really cool that they're finally doing stories like that Mm -hmm. so uh, I liked it a lot more than I thought I would is what I'm basically saying like that's great I really liked WandaVision uh Captain, uh, Captain, Ameri- Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Oh, Captain Falcon and the Winter Captain Soldier. Captain Falcon and the Winter. Wait, the Falcon and the I Winter think it's, Soldier. It's Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah. but he becomes. Uh, Does uh, he become Captain, Captain Falcon or Captain America? Captain America. Okay, I kind of um, like Captain Falcon a little better, but I, I like some of the ideas in that show a lot. But I think it's a, a big mess. Yeah. Um, so this is probably my second favorite of the three. Nice. But I, I really like Wandavision and yeah, because Wandavision was, just went crazy, and this was a nice surprise. So. Mm-hmm. That's that's what's new with me. Love we could it. uh should t- to pad it out. Should I add one more <laughs> if you want? I mean, our last space jam was like an hour long, so I don't. We'll either talk about this for like three hours or like twenty minutes. <laughs> but okay, I'm not just saying it to pad it out. But Lily and I did watch the uh, 2005 horror remake House of Wax. Oh, um, I saw that on like your letterbox. Mm-hmm. Yes, how was that? It's on Tubi TV right now. Tubi. If you don't have Tubi, I haven't heard of it. I say it like every single other episode. It's true. It's honestly like a pretty good app because it's like, oh, this movie that kind of like you can't really think of where it might be because it kind of just falls in the middle ground. It's, it's on Tubi. usually on Tubi because <laughs> of like the rights are probably just cheap. Mm. But um, we thought it would just be. Like, honestly, Lily really likes those kind of, like, 2000s horror movies that are just, like, really, like, teen horror stuff that's, like, schlocky and, like, yeah. really bad. Mm. And, uh, like, sh- there's just, like, a lot of really bad gender <laughs> dynamics in those usually, too. But, like, she's aware of that, obviously. Mm-hmm. But that's, I don't know. It's kind of, like, I don't even know how to describe that. But it's, like, just being a, having a fascination with a certain, like, Subgenre, yeah, totally. Basically, um, so we start watching that, and the first like twenty minutes definitely feel like it's going to be like that, mm-hmm. except the music's a little better, like this, the the the, the uh, soundtrack that they chose, and um, it could easily just be a really dumb schlocky movie, but it ends up being like a fun schlocky like uh, gory movie. Great. So, and like suitably campy, like I feel like campiness is something that really didn't happen. In like mid two thousands horror stuff, it was yeah. all like exploit more exploitation. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. It's fun. It's kind of scary. It's really grody at points, <laughs> and uh, there's some yeah, there's some real good like gore scenes in that and stuff. Mm. And I don't know if you like that kind of horror. And sometimes depends. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's a fun little ride. Nice in the middle of Louisiana, 
in an abandoned town. So, yeah. I miss Lily. I haven't seen her since her birthday party. Oh, well, maybe she can fill in for me next episode. <laughs> <laughs> I see you all the time. <laughs> <laughs> she can talk about Godzilla 1998. Oh, that's what we're doing next? She, I don't know. <laughs> Probably. I thought you said we're finally getting to our horror thing. After Godzilla. After Godzilla. Because all right. She'll, I'm sure she'll enjoy that movie, too. Mm-hmm. Deal. All right. So um, those are my recommendations. Love House of it. Wax on Tubi, Loki on Disney+, Plus, and right. Naruto on Hulu. Yeah, on Hulu. And Enter the gun- Gungeon. Enter the Gungeon on all your gaming devices. What about your OG Game Boy? Not on your OG Game Boy. Like, it's thrown in the trash. <laughs> because the, the other guy got a... The other kid got a Game Boy Color. You have to fucking focus. <laughs> <laughs> Coach was so mad. There's so much aggro energy in the beginning of this movie. Mm-hmm. Let's just go right yeah, into let's it. Just but go in. The beginning of the original Space Jam is a nice scene between mm-hmm. Michael Jordan as a kid and his dad. Yeah, like it's really pretty sweet. And it's just like, it's like Michael, what are you doing out here? And he's like, oh, I'm just, I'm just trying to practice my like my, my dribbling Michael, and everything. Yeah. My shoot, my uh, my game. He's just like, oh, I can tell you've been keeping us up because you're making a lot of sound <laughs> dribbling the ball. And he's just like, okay, I just won. But then he really like plays yeah. with him for like a while. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's a really nice father-son scene. Yeah, it's really cute. And the beginning of this movie is, I mean, LeBron James and his mom. mom. have a nice moment. Yeah, there's no like, yeah, there's a little nice moment. And then she's never in the movie again. Yeah. Uh, she briefly is in the opening crystal. There's LeBron with his mom. <laughs> yeah, there's no father figure, which is like fine because I don't know LeBron's personal story, but maybe mm-hmm. uh, maybe his dad wasn't around or whatever. But mm-hmm. um, there's that, and then like the coach, like the male figure in the beginning is like really hard on him. Yeah. And there's like a weird focus on like the Game Boy and Gaming like video is bad. Like don't do video games. And there's like ends up being a whole arc about it. Where up to the point where Lil Rel Howery like looks at the screen and says, "Listen, kids, video games can be helpful." It's like, why is this? It's just really confusing to put that all in. But it's then, very strange. It's like LeBron learns from that coach to be super serious. Like that's what the narrative of the story mm-hmm. is, and like always work your butt off and everything. Yeah. And then it goes, it cuts to the uh, James residence, <laughs> the James estate, the James estate, truly, <laughs> and like a giant house deep in the Hollywood Hills. <laughs> yeah, and his uh, sons are playing basketball, and the younger one, Dom. Yeah. Is like trying to play a video game. Mm-hmm. He's and, making his video game, I think. Oh, yeah. Or he's testing it or something. Yeah. But he is making a video game. And mm-hmm. I mean, if you've seen the movie, you, <laughs> I'm just dictating the plot here. Yeah. But we'll get to the port we're talking about. But uh, <laughs> LeBron is just so mean to him. He just, storms in after like his kids just kind of fl- playing. Like, it does like a bad layup and it bounces off. He's like, what the hell was that? Dom. Dominic Torello. <laughs> <laughs> Not Toretto, but Torello. <laughs> no, Torello. Dominic Tortellini. <laughs> Tortellic spaghetti, get over here. I mean, if it was Dom, maybe that is Dom's origin story in an oh. alternate universe or something because... He had a bad dad, so now he's... Not so, all, so he's all about, about family. Because uh. you can't pick your family, but you can... Uh, you can pick your friend of me. <laughs> yeah, your friend of me. <laughs> like, you can't pick your biological family, but you can pick your Fast and Furious family. <laughs> yeah, your Fast, fast and Fast family. <laughs> But yeah, he, the way he just appears on scene, he's so menacing. He's just like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, like he stands, he's like stands so tall, and the, the kids are like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> yeah, he just gives them the hard time, especially Dom, for like the longest time mm-hmm. until he gets sucked into the server verse, and it's just like, "I gotta what? rescue my son." It's like you were awful to your son. <laughs> it's just uh it's just 
let alone like I get he needs to go through an arc, but it's just not enjoyable to watch a dad no. be mean to his kid. It's not a fun arc. <laughs> it's- yeah, it's like oh, I should teach. I should uh, treat my kids with some amount of respect. If as I individuals. was him, I'd look at that draft and I'd be like. No, I don't want to be a piece of shit to my kid. <laughs> yeah, and he's like later, he's like, oh, you think when I was twelve, I could do my own thing? Like, what? What did he say? Like, do yeah, do do my thing. He says, do my thing. It is it's something like that. Yeah, but, I do. I could just oh, I could do me. Yeah, you think I got to do me when I was twelve? It's yeah. like, uh, I mean, you don't need to spread your bad childhood onto your son. Yeah, like the fictionalized you are a billionaire. It seems <laughs> the like, fictionalized character of LeBron in this is a really shitty person. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of strange that like he's like, oh yeah, let's do that. Mm. Uh, I guess it's in the uh, attempt to do a father son story where they come yeah, closer. It's, it's but... someone convinced him that you need an arc. The character yeah. needs an arc. It can't just be you. I understand you have a great life. You love your kids. They love you. But we need a fucking arc for this. I mean, some part of it I don't really blame anyone because there was six writers on this, <laughs> and I'm just thinking about how long this movie was in production, and it's just like, uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll go into it later, I guess, but. <laughs> It just seems probably like an exhausting movie to work on. Oh, yeah. I can only imagine it must have been so difficult. Production for for years and years. But Bugs Bunny can be a hassle to work with. (laughs) He's a toxic person. (laughs) You all know the cartoon. You don't know the real rabbit. Yeah. This whole, like, first third is just lebron being really mean yeah bad dad lebron he they go um, to wb headquarters where his, we meet um before that his son scans tarantulas <laughs> he scanned bugs and snakes and shit into his game the kid's a genius he really is it's like he's like iron man or something yeah he's making like mcu tech <laughs> yeah but we go to mcu head mcu headquarters we go to warner <laughs> brothers headquarters in, in uh upstate in new york <laughs> or, or disneyland yeah but we go to Warner Brothers and we meet Don Cheadle's character, Algy Rhythm. And there's a bunch of shots of like just Warner Brothers backlot yeah. and everything. It's just like uh And I see that every day I drive anywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just to uh um what's the term? What's the term when you uh, illegally tell someone <laughs> tell the internet it's someone's address? <laughs> docs? Oh yeah, just to Docs Connery. <laughs> he lives pretty close to Warner Brothers. Yeah. Uh, if that's okay for me to say. You'll never fucking find it. (laughs) (laughs) If that's okay for me to say. He has a moat in front and alligators, so you can't get in. And I have two gargoyles. But I also work right over here, too, so it's just like... It's just weird seeing it in a movie mm-hmm. and like some of the stuff that they shot like at the end it's like supposed to be E3. Yeah, it must be so fanciful to people who live outside of California. <laughs> may, I mean, that's what they're going for. Yeah. And like where the E3 is supposed to be, it's like that's also the Warner Brothers back lot. Yeah. I'm just like... I've been it was there, E3 like, summer camp. I thought they just wanted them let him go to E3. I'm like, let the yeah. kid go to E3. Jeez, he can watch all the games that are too let violent him for him to Hideo play. Kojima. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> that would be a good cameo. Hideo Kojima would be a great cameo <laughs> at the a- end of Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be an excellent cameo. Man, they should be like, do- would you like to be in my direct... He didn't want to call it director's cut of his new Death Stranding. He wanted to call it something else. It was something weird. Isn't it called director's cut, though? It's called director's cut, but he doesn't like that it's called director's cut. He wanted oh. to call it something else. Like Death Stranding, like it was like something super right. Death Stranding mega enhanced or like it wasn't even ultimate edition. It was just like Death Stranding more or something very odd. Yeah, I need to I, I need to get around to playing that game. I think um, you'll I think you'll like it. It is yeah. a, it is a very like meandering like journey kind of game. I think I I think I'll like it too, because I mm-hmm. just generally like his games a lot. Yeah. But. 
I and tried I, to play Phantom Pain the other day. I couldn't even get through it. I was like, I, I can't do this. He's just not, I just can't gel with him for some reason. Uh, with who? Uh, Hideo Kojima's games. I just, I just feel like I. Oh, you didn't like Death Stranding I, either? No, I didn't like Death Stranding. I've been trying to actually give it a second chance. Yeah. Just because like he put some new stuff in it. And I'm like, you know what? I probably wasn't fair. I was kind of bored. And then I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll get another shot eventually. But yeah. I tried playing Phantom Pain again. And I was like, no, this isn't for me. <laughs> I feel, yeah, I feel like I'll probably really like it. And mm-hmm. I got Phantom Pain because it was like $7. Yeah. But I, now I want to go back and play all the Metal Gear Solid games. Mm, nice. But uh, that's a huge project. We need to and, get our uh, gaming streaming site on where we can just do video game franchises. Yeah. Just uh, just playing Death Stranding alone, that kind of game, is like takes up so many hours. I can't do oh, it right yeah. now. No, totally. Let alone having time to cover such illustrious films as Space, Space Jam and Jam. New Legacy. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so the little kid, his Dom wants to go to E3 summer camp really, really bad, but LeBron wants him to go to basketball camp. You know, he just wants to deny his kid his dreams, <laughs> something he can freely give him, but won't. Yeah, LeBron James <laughs> is so rich, and you're even like, I understand why they gave Michael Jordan like a more normal house in yeah. Space Jam, uh-huh. like, because this one, it's just like, I don't care a single inch of what this person wants, because <laughs> he's just through. so rich, it doesn't matter. Like <laughs> The impact not is Not the so, kid, but LeBron. Yeah, it's just so trivial, anything yeah. that could happen to him. Or it's like, oh, your kid doesn't like you for like a hot second. Like, I'm sorry. Maybe don't be a jerk. Like, yeah. you have everything else you've ever wanted. <laughs> you have it all. Just listen to your kid every once in a while. It's really easy. But yeah, like, I'm sure he's a wonderful man. There's just this character he needs to go through something. Yeah. I mean, oh, you were getting up to where he meets Cyber Cheetle. Oh, right. And then we meet Cyber Cheetle and his friend Pete. Space Jam 2 Cyber Cheetle. Yes. Space Jam 2 Cyber Cheetle. <laughs> and I always I thought at one point Pete was gonna he was John Cheetah was gonna snap his fingers and he wasn't gonna fight in the end of Space Jam, but Pete Pete was going to like turn into this big like monster thing and like be the the, the end monster. Who's Pete? Pete's the little floating guy with like the oh, little arms. Oh yeah. Yeah, his name's Pete. The one that you said looked like a floating wiener. <laughs> Did I say that? I think so. <laughs> Sounds like something I say. He's just a floating wiener. But yeah, so that thing's in it. Don Cheadle wants to get King LeBron James into the cyberverse really bad for some yeah. reason because he wants to be recognized. That's another thing that's even grosser. It's like, oh, LeBron James has everything. It's like I know that they like people call him King James and mm. stuff because a player or whatever. But uh, it's just it's like, oh, he's not just like a star; he's a king. It's just like it's just gross. It's like, oh, okay, so so he's, like, outside of, like, democracy even. Am I taking this too far? Probably. But it's just like, yeah, we know he's rich and lives on, like, the top of a hill and everything. It's like, why would I want to? Why do I care about this guy? He's more like a feudal lord. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Could you imagine? You're not king. You're a feudal lord. Us, your serfs. (laughs) But, yeah, um, Don Cheeto wants to pitch... A wonderful new package of LeBron James being everything. LeBron James and his son go to the meeting. And, of course, LeBron James isn't really into the idea because it's disgusting anyway. It's a bad idea. <laughs> I mean, what would he even be? Like, they want him to be a movie star? That's what I was confused they about. They want him to be a movie star. But then they're like, hey, but we understand this will take away from, like, you playing the game. So his whole argument of, like, me being able to focus on basketball is stupid because it's moot. It doesn't matter. Because they're like, we will literally scan you into the war- into the serververse. And then we'll have a copy of you, and we'll just record a few voice lines that you say, and then you can go back to playing basketball, and we'll just use your likeness wherever we want. So it's just, 
I mean, I know this has been discussed thoroughly on the internet already. It's just really <laughs> weird that Warner Brothers is making a movie that makes Warner Brothers seem really sinister. Yeah, we're stupid. And, like, creates AI <laughs> that, like, is just an algorithm. Like, algorithms are things that, it's like a, it's like a buzzword that is usually used in mm. negative connotations. Yeah. But uh, Sarah Silverman's one of the boardroom people, and uh, Stephen Yoon's there, which I was really excited about <laughs> yeah. for some reason. He's in, like, one scene. It's like, all right, cool. Like, good for him. Like, yeah. I was like, it's Invincible. He's here. Phenomenal actor. <laughs> Great dude. And then was somebody else there? I think it was just those those two that were like the really famous ones that were there. Yeah, I think so too. But yeah, then LeBron and Dom get in an argument. And then he basically, I think LeBron says something like, your game's stupid and you need to go to basketball games. He's like, I just want to do me, dad. Yeah, because Don, they want Don Cheadle. Like, or, I mean, the Don, <laughs> uh, Don Cheadle is like, oh, that, like, it's kind of, it's, he's making it seem like it's his idea. It's mm-hmm. like, I need LeBron James to be part of the serververse. Yeah. As his whole own basketball planet, apparently. <laughs> but he's just like, one of the first things he lists is like, he's a family man. I'm like, he hates his sons. <laughs> he doesn't know that. He really doesn't like them. <laughs> I think he doesn't like one of them. The other one he lets exist because he plays basketball good. I don't know what he thinks about his daughter because maybe just lets the mom take care of her. Yikes. Yeah, is she? Does he have a daughter? He does. He has a little girl. Oh. Yeah, she's not. She's there, but the mom pretty much just has her in tow the entire time. I think one time Dom says, like, hi, Sasha. And she goes, hi. Hold on. Do you have any more of that wine? Oh, yeah, I do. Do you mind if I have a little bit? Yeah, sure. Go for it, bro. Thanks. I'll be right back. Welcome to another episode of Practically Paranormal. I'm your host, Connery Hansen. Today we're going to be discussing the paranormal incidents I've been I've been unfolding in my home. Now, Tyler, as I'm mentioning, this is of course a secret paranormal podcast, and it really is. Last night, Niles woke me up with a loud bark, and I swear to God, I heard a sound happening downstairs. So then, I hate to say it, but I left Niles in the cage because I do I want him to stay safe. So I walked downstairs, and then there I saw it. A dark figure looming. He was roughly six feet tall, and he had bird wings. And now I said, What's going on? Who are you? And the creature did not speak. It merely whistled. So that's why I have dubbed this new creature the Whistler. Now, the Whistler is not something you want to mess with in your everyday life. Tyler, you're perfectly in time for practically paranormal. We're talking about the secret paranormal angle of our podcast. I was mentioning the bird creature that was in my It is downstairs. the 76th episode, after all. <laughs> or 77? The 77th, yes. But yes, I was mentioning the Whistler, but I think feel like we're out of time until our next installment. Whistler from uh, Blade? Whistler from Blade. Played by Chris Christopherson. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to cover those. Did you have any paranormal experiences happen to you lately, Tyler? Mm, no. <laughs> That's all the time I have for fucking paranormal. <laughs> <laughs> Once you interview your guests and they say no, you're like, you just like politely tell them to leave by saying that's all the time we have. That's all the time we have. Well, what more do you have to fucking say okay. that you don't want to play? <laughs> <laughs> we can't do this every single time I leave the room. I and mean, we can. Look, put it, if it's a concern or a comment... Or complaint of yours. Or compliment. Or a compliment. Let us know at the franchise podcast at gmail.com. Do you want more of Connery's side podcasts? <laughs> like, no. <laughs> no one does. <laughs> Let us know. Email us and we will address it in our uh, corrections episode. episode. <laughs> <laughs> we need to keep building it up so people will 
We need that feedback, good and bad. The good, the bad, and the indifferent. Pissed dog. I knew he'd do it. As soon as he was free, I knew he'd do uh, it. I'm sorry I let him loose. That's okay. Now you like, be yours. Like Welcome to the Silence Podcast. Welcome to the Room Tone Podcast. Where I deliver. Welcome to Couch Watchers Podcast, where we watch people slowly bring up their couches and beds across from where Connery's recording area is. I feel bad doing this, and it looks like they need help, and I should go out there. <laughs> Welcome to the Guilt Podcast, where I just feel bad watching people do he- lifting heavy things from here. While a ghost attacks uh, these headphones over here. Oh no, just kidding, it's a little dog. A little pea grandma named Miles. <clears throat> Welcome to the um... <laughs> Welcome to the Jokers on You podcast, <laughs> where we uh, impersonate every single iteration of Joker the best we can. Sometimes we have. You ever dance the devil in the pale moonlight? <laughs> you wanna know how I got these scars? <laughs> Sometimes they're voices you know. Sometimes they are also Werner Jokers. Play it again, Murray! (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes they completely blow out the mic because they're true agents of chaos. Sometimes it's Robert De Niro as Joker. I can't do it. Thank you for listening to Impractical Jokers. (laughs) It's an actual show. (laughs) But then when I, I saw an ad for Impractical Jokers, and then when I was looking at it, I'm like... Wait, is this like a Joker pun? I'm like, oh my god, what's wrong with my brain? It's just a show has nothing to do with DC's character Joker. You're having like a full Joker brain collapse. Yeah. I mean, this movie also gave me a brain collapse and had Joker in it, so. You were so quiet at one point. Or I a couple points was. during the movie. I mean, I was trying to post the, uh, so like, uh, I was trying to do the post for the Yeah, I know you were doing some editing stuff. But at the same time, I was just like, now's a good time to tune out of this movie. <laughs> And you're like, oh, there's that person in the background. I'm like trying to rewind it. And then the, it just rewound just too so much. I'm like, no! <laughs> we had to watch like the beginning like tip off like three times. Mm. Uh, but you brought up a great point of, uh, well, we haven't got, basically there's, if you've seen the movie, mm-hmm. you know that there's different planets in the serververse. Yes. There's a Game of Thrones planet. There's mm-hmm. a Matrix planet. Harry Potter world. Harry Potter world. Um all sorts of things. Casablanca Town, which apparently is the whole planet. Uh, I guess it is. Jeez, I didn't think of that. But, it's just uh, forever World War II. <laughs> yeah, near the end of it. Let's, a bunch of Nazi spies around. Oof. And uh, you brought up the point of, like, what if a show gets canceled? <laughs> Does, like, the, their planet just get destroyed? Don Cheadle has watched worlds die. <laughs> I mean, he's kind of like Galactus in some ways. Yeah. It's just very upsetting. Yeah. Or does, like, they just hold on to the property and it forever, like, goes into obscurity like the looney tunes where they're like well they have revived them kind of like that new series but yeah there kind of should be a plot in this where and this isn't my original idea or anything it's mm-hmm. other people talked about it too but there should be kind of a plot part of the plot in this that like the looney tunes aren't as like popular as they used to be and like now they have to be as like popular they're trying to like boost their popularity popularity like and everything bugs is on tiktok <laughs> you know that's a whole different thing <laughs> that would be good but they uh like need to 
they find a way to become like relevant again through a yeah. movie like this or something. That'd be nice. Like, be, that'd be like a good meta take on it. Mm-hmm. To, I like, like be as popular I- as Game of Thrones or something. <laughs> I liked your idea in the beginning of this movie. Like it's like post-apocalyptic, and the whole point is why it's like this because they is because they made Space Jam two. So the whole movie is the consequence of making Space Jam 2, which you never really see. (laughs) They've collapsed the entire serververse. It's like, it wasn't always like this until we made this very movie that you're watching. And then it goes back. Exactly. Like, oh, shit. Like, that'd be like an ultimate meta kind of movie. But anyway, uh, Don Cheadle kidnaps LeBron and his son. and He really does kidnap and groom his son. (laughs) He really does. (laughs) I mean, that's just what happens in this movie. And then just... And then a lot of stuff happens, and LeBron is sentenced to live in Toontown. Bugs has lost his Toontown. mind. Toontown. <laughs> With uh, Mickey Mouse. Yep. Mickey Mouse is dead. Bugs Bunny killed him. I mean, if there's any murder, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be Bugs Bunny. But yeah, yeah, Bugs Bunny has gone crazy, kind of, because he's the last Toon in Toontown. And yeah, um, they, he becomes friends, and Bugs regains his sanity rather quickly. So I was like, good for him. I do like... Uh like the beginning interactions with like LeBron and, and Bugs. Yeah. I think it's pretty fun. It plus, is, it's good. Plus Big Ch- Big Chungus is there. <laughs> Big Chungus does appear. <laughs> For a split second. So mm-hmm. that's always a good thing. Yep. I was I was kind of hoping he'd be like as big as King Kong Chungus, but oh. King Chungus. <laughs> King Chungus. But There's that moment in the end where Don Cheadle says, King Kong has got nothing on me. Then King Kong goes like, <gasps> boom. <laughs> He's just mad. He just like crosses his arms and like humps. <laughs> All that stuff later on. It's like Ready Player One already did this mm-hmm. and better with the same characters: Iron yeah. Giant, King Kong. All this has happened before, and all this will happen again. Plus other stuff. Yeah. And it's like I guess this movie would be less, slightly less egregious if Ready Player One didn't exist mm-hmm. and was like a better movie. <laughs> yeah. But and this would be more interesting. But on top of that, it's just I don't, this movie's so long. It really is. It's two hours long. Two hours I mean, and some change. I'm glad I found out that LeBron James is a Hufflepuff, but I didn't need two hours of a movie to find that out. Yeah, right? I mean, how was it? I like the one part where Daffy Duck is in Metropolis with Porky Pig. and Yeah, that, that's pretty fun, yeah. It, it, there's a very throwaway line at the very end that Daffy says where he says, I engineered this whole thing, and it just means like Daffy Duck tied up that conductor. He rigged the train to go plowing into an orphanage. <laughs> Which is truly sinister it's to like, me. It's like racial ghoul. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He's going to blow out all the vaporous fear gas will implode Gotham City. <laughs> With Gotham, we try a new trick. Economics. <laughs> now we're back. But yeah, it's funny that he's in a Superman suit. And then there are two DC references in this. But Daffy's ha- Daffy and Porky are hanging out with Superman. And then uh, Lola Bunny's hanging out with uh, Wonder Woman. Yeah. But in more of like a comic book version. Yeah, it's kind of interesting that they went that way, mm-hmm. and it doesn't feel like really a comic book. It feels like cartoon animation of yeah. Wonder Woman, but in a comic book sense. Yeah. And a lot of that stuff, I guess, should have been really fun, but it kind of just felt perfunctory. Yeah, it like, felt kind of odd. having all the comic panels in it, mm-hmm. and it's kind of, yeah, it's just like, oh well, yeah, I guess that's what the idea would be if you were to make a comic book mm-hmm. movie. It's just like... Yeah, we've seen Ang Lee's Hulk. I was about like, to mention <laughs> Ang Lee's Hulk. <laughs> a, a much better film, in my opinion. <laughs> in which Jacob just tagged me in something recently to show like the original. The nude Hulk. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, Jacob tagged me in a nude Hulk. <laughs> unfortunately, somehow, nude Hulk has returned. Somehow, <laughs> nude Hulk has returned. Uh, but it was just a bump. Don't worry, everybody. It was like a, like a Ken doll. Yeah, he's a lump. He's got nothing going on down there. Nothing. Nothing. 
Um, all I, you know, all I really learned from this movie is that dads don't understand reason. They only understand power, which you've said earlier. It's so, it's so horrible. <laughs> it's like, that's such a weird thing to say. It's like, are you saying like, it's like to everyone with a good relationship with your father, like, congratulations. And I cringe at that line. It's just really strange. It's like, why is that the message of any, even the bad guy? Mm-hmm. Cause it doesn't, it's not like LG rhythm had any connection to a father figure yeah, that they talk about has nothing he has no mother no father he knows he doesn't know shit immaculate conception like yeah. An- anakin skywalker he's that's right like anakin like jesus christ like no like anakin <laughs> no like anakin birth from mini chlorides let's see who else is here i have something that says yeah baby. who else is here everybody is here everybody's here fury road the except road there's Hunter. like 20 people that are here and then yeah. like that's about it Oh, yeah, Rick and Morty show up with Taz. Um, I was pretty disappointed by the Mad Max sequence because it yeah. just is Wiley and Roadrunner. and Roadrunner like, just drawn onto the frames of the movie that was shot. Yeah. If it was like new footage, and I'm not saying it needs to be like... Like that. Like, obviously, like that quality or anything, but if they were like, as if they were in, a, in that world, mm-hmm. I think that would be a lot more fun than just having them like run across the screen that was already... Yeah, like I was, like I was like, oh, I'm I'm literally watching Mad Max right now. <laughs> yeah, it's like okay, that's not that impressive. Yeah. I don't know, like it's kind of yeah, it was weird. Yeah. And then Wiley Killer just like the little eye twitch when he hits the windshield, but you know it's whatever. Eh, let's see. Um, LeBron and Bugs butt heads for a little bit because LeBron won't let them be Looney Tunes. He says, "Gotta know the fundamentals." Yeah. <laughs> Part's really boring, and then they play basketball for an hour. They really of the do. movie. Yeah, they play basketball for a it's fucking so hour. long. And over that course of the hour, we learned that yeah, well, let's not play basketball anymore. That's what we, this movie kind of <laughs> learned, made me learn that basketball is boring. We need something to spice it up because we can't do this for an hour. And just like it's tough enough to follow like a game in like the logic of a of any sports game yeah. in a movie. Mm-hmm. Like it's hard to get that stuff across. I feel like as yeah. a filmmaker. But then to not try at all, not try at all. It's just like, OK, that got them like a thousand points. And it's just like, how does this work at all? Like, yeah. there's no explanation of the rules. So it's you can't really tell what's happening. It's just like goofiness. And mm-hmm. it's like, it's good to have a certain amount of zaniness because of the Looney Tunes. But yeah. like, if you're going to be a like, you're not going to draw like basketball fans because no. they're like, oh, this isn't basketball. It's a, it's this is silly. bum ball or whatever. It's Calvin ball. Calvin. You know, Calvin ball, like we're. Calvin Hobbes, they'd play Calvin Ball, so they just make up rules the entire oh. time. So it didn't really matter whatever rule they made. There was a counter to that rule, so it's never a real game. Yeah. Yeah, so it sounds, it's like that. Yeah. And Don Cheadle's like, oh, cheat code. And then he <laughs> takes away two points. Yeah, right. Like, why not just send it to zero? Why not just squash everybody and keep them here if you're a, a raving mad AI yeah. interface? Like, that was the part I was going to like, why? why? Or, or if they won, he'd just be like, yes, yeah, psych, I'm not really going to send you back. Like, I'm a real bad bastard and kind of lied. There's no way to make me do it. <laughs> yeah, there's not really any way that the Suns program, like his game really overtakes the entire server verse. Yeah. They're saying something about a virus, I guess, right? How did that even it, work? It's a glitch because I guess Don Cheadle has like integrated himself with the video game. Oh, okay. And so with that like game breaking move that, I mean, if he's programming his own father's move in there, I think he'd spend a little bit more time on it. But. Anyway, that's the move that breaks his games. And then Bugs Bunny does it, and it glitches the whole game, and Don Cheadle's integrated with it, so it breaks him, too. But I don't know. Did he die in the end? 
Bugs Bunny. Well, Bugs Bunny had a Christ-like resurrection at the end of this film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. I think LG Rhythm got sent kind of like to a phantom zone when he got mm, posterized, which right, I don't posterized. really understand what that is. Like, is that a thing from anything else? Or there's Maybe like it's oh, a basketball yeah. term? Like you got posterized or postered? I guess. It, it must be, right? Is it slang? Somebody please shout at us right now. Yeah. We'll leave room for it. <laughs> there it is. Basketball posterized. <laughs> it's just going to be a picture of Don Cheadle. <laughs> Defensive player dunks over a defending player. And that's what happens. And then he used to be turned to a poster. In a play that is spectacular and athletic enough to warrant reproduction in a printed poster. Okay, there that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Well, that's just something we didn't understand. Yeah. We're but stupid. We are absolute friggin' idiots. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so there were multiple Joker spottings that we had throughout this movie. There were. None Not of them enough, were, honestly. Yeah, none of them were Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, which yeah. is to have him doing the dance somewhere when like a fantastic play happened <laughs> they wouldn't even need an actor they could just like uh, they, they could just they could just keyframe him in doing that and it'd <laughs> yeah, be just fine drag and drop <laughs> yeah i mean if it was some like rando like doing that in the background like all the other weirdos in cosplay right now but yeah all the background it's like oh look how big the warner brothers universe is and it's like the same 20 people and they're <laughs> all they all look worse than like a cosplay convention yeah they do because like, i mean there's some I've good cosplay a, yeah, out I've, there. Seen, I've seen melissa do she does <laughs> yeah. good cosplay i've seen people do great cosplay <laughs> yeah. these look like bad cosplay they like the mr freeze guy doesn't even look like mr freeze he's just yeah. wearing it's like okay i guess that's mr freeze because the outfit but mm-hmm. whatever i'm not trying to like crap on the makeup artist at all it's just like the overall concept is uninspired it's just strange because you know how every all those people look and you know how those iconic costumes look and how they fit on that certain actor and so it's just, like yeah when just, you see it it just looks slightly off mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you have to like get it really right and just mm-hmm. like everything about this movie is wrong it, it all feels like studio people studio execs being like haha that's funny that that'll work it's like I don't know. If a studio executive thinks it's funny, that doesn't always mean it's good. Yeah. Like, it's all, like, just script noted to death. It feels a little toothless. I, I don't really yeah. recall laughing at a single thing any of the Looney Tunes said. I wish there was more Austin Powers in it. Yeah, that's right. Elmer Fudd comes in as Mini-Me. Elmer Fudd comes in as Mini-Me, and he also prays to his god. <laughs> that's the part that, you know what? I take that back. That's the part that made me laugh the hardest. <laughs> the god that Elmer Fudd prays to. <laughs> who is who is he praying? His I, creator, I, like the cartoonist. I, yeah, I just wrote down Elmer Fudd is a Christian man. <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, what's called Bugs Bunny might have well be his god at this point. He came back and ro- he died and died for their sins and rose from the dead. He really did. LeBron left and Bugs died. <laughs> he didn't even make sure his friend was okay. He didn't care. He just left. It's like Bugs. Oh well. <laughs> at least I, it wasn't me. <laughs> Yeah, I think Bugs, like, when he died, he transcended reality. It was like the Matrix. Yeah, right. Because he came into the real world. Yeah. And then, like, the credits implication is that all the... He he said, I'm bringing my friends. So he found out a way to crack into our reality, mm-hmm. and now it's like, what does that mean for our timeline? It's like Jurassic uh, Fallen Kingdom implications, where now the tunes are leaking into our world. We're going to be living in just in not Jessica Rabbit. And, um, oh, you mean in, in, like, a less, like, yeah, you're just saying dinosaurs. Like, yeah. there's no, like, different dimensions in Jurassic no, World. Yeah, I know. But... I'm saying, like, dinosaurs encroaching on humanity. Now it's yeah. cartoons encroaching on humanity. What does that look like? What does that mean? It's pretty much what's just the third, Roger Rabbit. What's the third Jurassic World called? Oh man, it's like Jurassic World. They have they have the name. It's like Mos- Mosquito and Amber. Isn't it Dominion? I think it is Dominion. 
It's a cool name. Space Jam Dominion. <laughs> Space Jam Dominion. <laughs> Reign of Tunes. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. There's really nothing I like about this movie. <laughs> wow, nothing. Uh, hmm. You had such high hopes going into this. I just was optimistic. Yeah, that's that's probably. Really high hopes was like optimistic. Yeah, yeah. Looney Tune times. The Porky Pigs rap. How do you feel about that? Um, you know, there's a lot of things in this movie that aren't as bad as people say they are, mm-hmm. and that was one of them. It's just like, yeah, this is obviously bad, but it's not like there's so many things in this movie that are just kind of stupid. Yeah, I, like, I, I never, I wasn't like offended by it i was kind of like eh, this could have been better it's not good but like people really seem to want to just pick apart this movie mm-hmm. where it's like a casablanca scene a matrix scene oh topical reference and it's just like i don't like who mm-hmm. ca- like you know what the matrix is yeah. like sorry it's not like cutting edge humor but like it's also f- i saw a really funny onion article where it was i think it was our is that our uh onion or click hole or something where it's just like <laughs> six-year-old Boy, con- uh, re- recontemplating seeing Space Jam: A New Legacy after reading New York Times <laughs> review. review. Right, yeah. I saw that one too. <laughs> Six-year-old boy. It's just like, yeah, you, you feel free to write a review for this movie, like, and that's your job. But also, uh, it's not for you. No, you know, like, just like the old Space Jam's not for me anymore. It was yeah. for me as a kid, and mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know. I feel like this movie's not as villainous as people are making it out to be as it is just kind of stupid and uninspired yeah it's lazy it's not evil it's stupid yeah it's like bizarro it's more just making warner brothers look bad than them trying to be like oh now kids are gonna like really just like bow to their corporate overlords and stuff (laughs) but yeah this movie is like bizarro i'm gonna stick with anthology or an an analogy where it's bizarro superman it's something that tries its best but ends up doing a bad job every time it tries to do it I wish it was it Bizarro because Bizarro's endearing to me. Bizarro I like Bizarro. I like Bizarro Superman. And I really like Zabaro Superman. But <laughs> which one's Zabaro Superman? Is that the one, the Grant Morrison one? Yeah, he's the reverse Bizarro Superman. <laughs> he's the Bizarro version of Bizarro Superman. So he's even worse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's he's very good. I think he's just sad. He's no, he's incredibly smart. Right. I uh, think that's what it is. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And then the Batman's really dumb or something like that. <laughs> yeah, and the Flash is incredibly slow. He's like just has broken oh, yeah. legs. I forgot. I forgot the Batman is really stupid. Yeah, he's just like a smiley face, like <laughs> That's not something. That, I don't remember what Wonder Woman is, but I think she's just ugly. Oh, okay. Which is kind of bad, but you know, it's not really creative. Yeah, I forgot what the Green Lantern was, but oh well. I think he was just afraid of everything. <laughs> he's a big scaredy cat. Now, those are five words I never thought I'd say together. <laughs> Foghorn Leghorn just got ejected. Right. It's not funny. I kind of hoped we'd get the mice and then, like, the, from through that kind of did the last um, Space Jam because I enjoyed them. And then we get, like, another, like, human announcer. Oh, yeah. I think that would have like been really them. cute. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, be like, oh, I'm co-hosting with a tune with mice. I was like, we're not mice. We're some of the best announcers in the gig. <laughs> yeah. They're pretty fun. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I was I was like, okay. I saw before seeing this movie that Michael B. Jordan was going to be in it as Michael B. Jordan. Uh, I'm like, see, I didn't know that. I'm like, there's got to be some. They got to be making a Michael Jordan joke. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, there's no reason for him to be in it. Yeah. So that's why and you then, weren't surprised, and I was like, oh, that's upsetting. And then they did it, and it's like, oh yeah, it's the most like once again perfunctory thing mm-hmm. you could do. I like seeing Daffy's notes where it says like trade Sylvester. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. His notes after that, he has a little like written down like. Like wrong, Michael. Michael, find Michael Jordan. Trade Sylvester. 
because I didn't realize how stupid Sylvester is, apparently. You just get stuck in the spider web. Yeah, and then, like, like even the first one, he doesn't have a grasp of what's going on. <laughs> how do you feel about the Monstar, the new Monstars, the, t- the Goon Squad? They're fine. They're okay. I mean, they felt kind of gutless to me. I don't really... Yeah. The old the old monsters they they were scary they had butts and they were angry and <laughs> they had butts and they were mean and <laughs> I was like I like to see them get beaten these were like they were literally video game characters so I was like yeah eh. it's like they're some of them were kind of inspired and interesting but it's another spot removed I guess if they're video game characters they yeah. even have the little icons underneath when it shows up they have the ball and stuff mm-hmm. they're like little digital characters so I was like yeah. eh, this seems less less of a threat to me like they're just little digital people they can't really do anything. But, uh, yeah, Don Chill does say, let's get some butts to fill these seats. Yes, he does. And then Bug says, how big are these butts? King Kong size. Yeah, so, you know, a little callback. Yeah. A little connective tissue there. It's all been connected. <laughs> it's all been connected from cheek to cheek. <laughs> cheek to cheek. Uh, that's why I think our next franchise, Human Centipede, coming up. Oh, God. <laughs> I watched the first two. Oh, you got through two? I watched them in college. Ooh. And they were both bad. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, those are not movies I think you need to ever see. I agree. I never saw either of them, but I was like, I don't feel like I need to experience Unless this. we have like a cursed bracket one day. A cursed bracket. <laughs> just like cursed movie franchises. That'd be fun. Would it? <laughs> not really. It wouldn't be fun for us. Maybe it might be fun for people listening to it. Yeah. <laughs> that, Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> Just things that seem like they could be good ideas. You know, Space Jam 2. But, um, yeah, one of my notes is what the fuck he actually ducking died, which is what it autocorrected to. <laughs> he daffy ducking died. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's it was very upsetting. Yeah. Because Bugs just says, that's all, folks, and then fucking dies. He's just, just dead. But then apparently he transcends all of reality and enters the real world. Uh, yeah, that still... It was, it was fun. You know, it's fun. And the, all the Bugs Bunnies are on Instagram, and everybody's having a grand old time, and nobody really questions the logic of Toons living with us. Yeah. I'm proud of everyone for having like, a strong head on their shoulders, being like, yeah. And then, what's his name? Foghorn Leghorn has a real crisis moment in the, in the credits pictures with him seeing uh, Roscoe's Chicken and Waffle. Yeah, it's super funny. It's um. a real knee slapper. <laughs> It's. I mean, it's just like we need to insert a joke here. Yeah. I mean, it's better than like the starving games. Post credits. Yeah. Remember? Remember those? It was all just bloopers and really bad bloopers. <laughs> yeah, and they weren't even funny bloopers. It's yeah, they're just, just like, like, oh, I got my line wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'll take it again. Yeah, I think it's really exhausting seeing the same Warner Brothers characters over and over throughout the movie, mm-hmm. and they finally change it like near the end, where it's like, oh, there's like Trinity in the background, I guess. Yeah. Cosplay Trinity. <laughs> But it's like calling it cosplay training is like a disservice to yeah, cosplay. It's an insult, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. The droogs are there. It's there. It Pennywise is there. Yeah. And you said he looked like what did you say? Like just stupid Pennywise. Yeah, like stupid Pennywise. He just looked wrong. I was like, this looks weird. The guy dressed as him was like really skinny and awkward looking. I forgot when I wrote I wrote Rip Bugs Bunny, <laughs> and then Where is your God now, Elmer Fudd? <laughs> Where is your God? <laughs> Pray to your God to save our bugs. Doesn't <laughs> Dobby slap you? I'm just like, where's your God? <laughs> that would have been good. Yeah. 
who do you pray to? Ah, <laughs> oh, man. The tunes don't really seem to even react to it. I'm just, like, fixated on the death of Bugs Bunny in this movie, even though it's not really a death. It is upsetting, His though. His soul explodes in the <laughs> yeah, sky, yeah. though. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. He dies like Biolante in Godzilla vs. Biolante. Yeah! <laughs> I don't even like... know what that is, but... What is that? What happens? It's the big, like, flower monster that was, like... That has the DNA of the scientist's daughter in it. Oh, my God. And then, like, when Godzilla defeats Biolante... Or, no, I think Biolante whoops Godzilla's ass, but Biolante just, like... I don't even know Succumbs. what Yeah, basically. Like, her spirit just, like, floats in the air like Bugs Bunny does in this. It's so weird. I, I just... I can't stop talking about it. It is very strange that Bugs Bunny dies in this movie. Yeah, like, it would have been so much better if you, like, glitched away and everyone was like, no, Bugs. And he's like, yeah, what's up, Doc? Just, like, right next to him. And then they're like, you're alive, Bugs. Like, yeah, nothing can kill me. I'm a cartoon. Yeah. Or if he went to, uh, you know what would be good? If he Mm. died and then they had a little uh, King's Cross sequence with him. And they have, like, the original guys who animated him for the first time talking to him. (laughs) That would be good. (laughs) Just a bunch of old men being like, oh, Bugs, you're finally passing on, eh? And then they bring him back. Yeah, it's like, I don't think you're quite done yet. He's like, what do you mean I'm not done yet? Like, that's the kind of stuff that's, like, would actually interest franchise fans yeah and they's like they're like just redrawing him or something like he, or like they see him die and like he's gonna like re-sketched in or something yeah i mean we are a franchise podcast i feel like they try to incorporate a bunch of franchises in this but mm-hmm. without doing any actual real work it's just yeah. like the most basic sequences of things without actually like real fan service no it's just it's just Hey, look at that. I need to find a <laughs> synonym for perfunctory, but <laughs> it's all just really kind of basic stuff, mm-hmm. each, each one. It's like, oh, look, Game of Thrones. Like, I mean, if it's a kid's thing, that's fine, but if you're a franchise fan, then it leaves a lot to be desired. Like, yeah. There's no Easter eggs, really. There's mm-hmm. way more Easter eggs in Ready Player One yep. than, than this movie. So, it, It's a very strange film. I find myself... Having lots of questions, even now that it's over. Lots and none at the same time, where... Yeah. I, it's stupid questions. You're like, what? And you're like, oh, whatever. Yeah, who cares I can live without like, knowing cares? what's going on. Yeah. yeah, there's no secrets that need to be uncovered here. It's just, they happened, and we'll accept it. Don Cheadle somehow has the energy to have fun throughout this whole movie. <laughs> he really does. He puts all... <laughs> he gives it his all. I like it when he says, when the AARP is going on here. <laughs> yeah, that was good. <laughs> I like when he cusses and like it beeps himself out. <laughs> yeah. I thought he was going to be scarier when he transformed, though. I didn't think he just turned into, like, a big NBA player. I thought he'd, like, have tentacles and be, like, a whole monstrosity. That'd be fun. <laughs> yeah. He just has, like, a scary CG face. Yeah, he, he is horrifying. But some of the Looney Tunes stuff I do like a lot, like the Acme Multiplier. Like, I wish there was, was just good. more Looney Tunes stuff, but they're also just jamming in everything else, but they're also not. Mm-hmm. It's just all in the background. So it's like, oh, what if it was Space Jam 2, but with, like, a bunch of different franchises in mm-hmm. there like neo is playing basketball with them that could be fun it'd be funny it'd be yeah it would be something but yeah. it's like i feel like they kind of just focus on looney tunes to draw on people because it's like the most direct thing from a sequel mm-hmm. and it seems like some of them forget that they've played basketball before like yeah lebron exactly. says like hey There's i'm doing training montage yeah and lebron's like hey like i need you guys in bucks yeah it sounds familiar and you're like how can we just say, oh, yeah, I've jumped along with this before? I mean, Bugs Bunny did lose his mind. But... <laughs> I guess he did go insane. Yeah, good point. But, like, Lola Bunny's the only one who's, like, retained any kind of, like, skill or competence at basketball. <laughs> yeah. There's, uh, 
there's less NBA people in it too. I mean, like they yeah. a little bit in that they like he uses he just I guess scans their DNA or something to put in the video game. Yeah, it was like a charity thing, I guess. And then like he just asked them if he could use them in their game. They're like, oh yeah, sure. Usually lawyers are involved in that kind of thing. Yeah, using someone's likeness. I mean, that game was a success on like Steam or something. Like a game made by a twelve year old, and if it turned out to be really good. He's gonna be raking in dough. And then those players are going to be like, hey, what the hell? I gave you my likeness for free. I'm coming for you now, kid. Yeah, that kid just has it really... I mean, aside from his dad being a jerk, like, his dad's also... Like, he has a whole layout gaming system. Yeah, whole rig. Build, and, but LeBron also hates that he makes video games. Like, why did you buy him all this yeah. stuff then? Like, I don't know. Maybe because he's want making a basketball video game. And maybe he'll be, like, stuck when he grows up into, like, just forever creating NBA 2K games or whatever. What a world. Do you have a game for us to play, Tyler? Like the original, there was a bunch of original ideas for a sequel mm-hmm. in the '90s and everything. Oh yeah, they wanted to do another one with Michael Jer- Jordan. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they play a new, a I guess new... a new villain named Berserko, voiced by Mel Brooks. Berserko, <laughs> yeah, I like that. That sounds very cartoony and fun. Yeah, but then they also wanted to do uh, Race Jam. Oh, that sounds fun with uh, Jeff Gordon. That's fun. The NASCAR guy. The NASCAR guy. Yeah. The NASCAR racer. Uh, Spy Jam with Jackie Chan. Yeah! <laughs> uh, and then later on, they were wanted to do, uh, what's it called? Skate Jam with Tony Hawk. Oh, that's what I, oh, I wanted to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That would have been good. Yeah! But they never wanted. They never ended up doing that because uh, Looney Tunes Back in Action didn't make much money. Mm. So they kind of scrapped plans for that. Well, the show just kept the sports. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It would be fun to do a bunch of different spinoffs, even if they're, like, direct-to-DVD or something. Like, yeah, even, like, uh, they do the Olympics. That might be fun. Then they hang out with Michael Phelps. Yeah, if Sonic can do the Olympics. <laughs> Mario Sonic and Sonic and Mar- do the Olympics. <laughs> if Mario and Sonic can do the Olympics, the so Looney can the Looney Tunes. Yeah. And, oh, man, that just gets me even closer to my my dream of uh, one day there being a Wacky Races movie. <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> wacky Races live-action film, much like Speed Racer. Yeah. So I gotta watch Speed Racer. I keep hearing great things about that. It's good. Yeah. Tyler. Uh, that's all I wanted to say, really. That's all. all. Right. In the spirit of Michael, not Michael Jordan, <laughs> in the spirit of LeBron, LeBron James, his initial plans, if you had to create a basketball team of three other DC, Warner Brothers cro- property characters, Ooh. who would be on your team? Warner Brothers characters. Definitely Neo, like I said. Neo's there, nice. But I mean, he just has the powers of Granny because apparently Granny can just she can slow time too. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty fun. She just has Matrix powers. Well, yeah, she she is in a simulation. She she's probably the most aware creature that lives there. Yeah, she really is. Um, man, I so don't we know. Have, there's so many. We have the Matrix Man himself, Neo. I have to look up like a list. Do you have any? Yeah, I have three. Okay, well, why don't you go first? I'm going to have, in the spirit of him being in the uh, being in the sidelines the entire time, it, but the horrifying monstrous version of him at the end of the second film, where he just has spider legs and he's walking around like a demon. Um, what else? So then, of course, I'm, I'm just gonna. You know, what, I'm not gonna have Batman Wait, there. Three. You need four. Okay, four. Then we'll do four. Five people on the court. Okay, gotcha. So I'm there. Crazy it monsters there. Um, I'm not gonna recruit Batman. I'm going to recruit. Um, because he's too busy. Mm, probably. I'm trying to. I'm scanning through his team where I was like, I had something in mind. I'll have Batgirl on the team because that sounds fun. Um, then we'll move away from superheroes and John Wick's there. And finally, I want one more monster around everything out. Is is Godzilla Warner Brother property? Or is he Paramount? He's Paramount, isn't he? 
No, he's Warner Brothers through Legendary, I think. Okay, there you go. I'll have Godzilla on my team. No, no, King Ghidorah. So my team's pretty terrifying. I don't think John Wick is Warner Brothers. He's not? He's Paramount, isn't he? Yeah. Lionsgate, but I don't know how that's related. Lionsgate. To, okay, I don't that's know if Lionsgate's not. bought out by something else. It probably is owned. I don't think it's owned by Look, WD. This is what people come to to watch movies. All the franchise. <laughs> right. All the production companies. You know, you really want to see a pitch meeting in a movie. People love to be in pitch <laughs> people meetings. People love pitches. Uh, but what was what what's the one last one then for me? Um I'm going to say come on, Carney, one more. And I don't want to say one from Game of Thrones. I don't want it. Um, Mayor from Mayor of Easttown. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> um, I would do Murtog from Lethal Weapon. <laughs> Murtog! Because <laughs> he's just so tired of everything. He's <laughs> like, oh, I just gotta win this game. I guess Jason from Friday the Third, <laughs> Jason Voorhees is mm. connected to Warner Brothers. So he would just be a power. You can't really knock him over. Or anything. No, he's a powerhouse. If he had the ball, I guess he'd probably be bad at dribbling. But well, yeah, he'd, he'd slice anyone in half and got near him. Yeah, that's true. So <laughs> Murtog, Jason, Jason Voorhees, um, Willy Wonka, because he could pull that sick trick where it's like he just fakes you out and like yeah. looks like he's falling, but he just gets by you. Oh, that's good. And then he like puts the ball in his top hat and slams it into the basket. All the fadeaways, all the feints. <laughs> Uh, hmm. Osmosis Jones. <laughs> nice. Because he has is like, he the like, size of a white blood cell, or is no? He he's like he's like a bit. He's like human size. Okay, we're in the good. server verse, so yeah, he's gotcha. just like appropriate scale. Perfect. So he can just like you know he he has high regenerative abilities because he's a white blood cell, True. and he can also get all goopy and move like stretch out his arms and mm-hmm. stuff. He's that's the good. most cartooning one. So that's, that's what good. I, got. I love it. <laughs> uh, is there anything else you want to say about Space Jam: A New Legacy? <clears throat> I'm not let down because this was I, what I expected from the movie to begin with. But. Yeah, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But I wish it was more because. I don't know, as we talked about, it's not for us. The first one we grew out of. But at the same time, I wish it was more than a Warner Brothers. Like, look at all the franchises we have kind of thing. Because as you said, Player One, it's been done to Infinium and it's getting really boring. Yeah, it's like this made me want to go watch Ready Player One again. Yeah, because like, oh, it's a better version of this. Mm-hmm. And I hope they don't make Ready Player Two because Ready Player One was just like perfectly good enough. Mm-hmm. And it's like if they make another one, I was like, all right, this is a bit yeah, I wasn't, too much. I wasn't a big fan of even the plot of Ready Player One. No, I. It's not even the plot I really care about. It's just the ride, I guess. Yeah, like it's just a it's a fun little CGI experience. Like this was overwhel- Like Space Jam Two was visually overwhelming in a way that Ready Player One wasn't somehow. Mm-hmm. Like, that one just felt, like, a lot more layered. And this one's like, here's all the characters. Oh, here's all the characters again. Keep looking at them. Yeah. Like, everyone is, like, a, is, is like overlit and everything. Mm-hmm. So you just see everybody all the time. It's just, like, I, it's just really distracting mm-hmm. when I'm trying to watch a movie. But then also parts of it are just pretty boring. So yeah. we're just sitting at, like, looking at, like, empty space. A lack of eye protein, empty, as Guillermo del Toro would say. Mm-hmm. But... I yeah. guess I guess that's a Space Jam. How do you rank them? Uh, Space Jam 1, Space Jam 2. <laughs> or Space Jam, a new legacy. Yeah. A new and end of a legacy. I want to see Race Jam. I want to see Skate Jam. Do you think that this is going to maybe revitalize that idea? Like, I do think this 
this like topped Black Widow apparently, and like it's selling wise. Yeah, but it'll probably drop off really harsh after this. Yeah. I'm, I'm guessing, but I really wouldn't be opposed to that if they were just HBO Max movies or mm-hmm. something. You know, like not even in theaters. That's basically like VOD. Yeah, and they um, should shorten them like ninety minutes long. Yeah, if mm-hmm. even like. What's the minimum? Like eighty-six minutes or eighty-two yeah. minutes, or just something like, like that. Enough to be considered a movie. Yeah, and just have different ones. It's like, I mean, just make them good enough quality, and you'll have fans for that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. This this just felt like so bloated, and it wasn't even really Looney Tunes. It's like, yeah, they're in it. They're the main mm-hmm. characters, but everything else is like circling around it. Just yeah, like just take a step. Like, there's been so many franchises where the second movie or third movie is just like complete dud. And mm-hmm. then they just find a way to retool it, like, years later. Yeah. So they could definitely still make this a franchise, like, a bigger franchise, I think. They just mm-hmm. need to take time and, like, understand what people actually want instead of just being like, oh, here's our brand identity. You yeah. want you want to see this brand identity, right? Yes, it's like, and we know what their brand identity is. We've seen yeah. it so often. It, it's it's boring and lame. I'm sick of people trying to capitalize on my nostalgia, which... And it's also just trying to, like, compete with Disney in a lot of ways. It's mm-hmm. just like, I just don't, like... Uh, something similar to this is uh, some of the recent Simpsons stuff that's been on Disney Plus. Oh yeah, they had like the lo- the Avengers thing that was going on on Simpsons or something, and the yeah. Star Wars thing they did. Yeah, the Star Wars one was really bad, but then the the good, the Bart and the Loki. Right. It's like two and a half minutes long, even oh. though it says it's like seven minutes, but it's just because it keeps like ending and then extending and stuff like that. Oh. But it's just like it's not even funny except for <laughs> one part when like all the X Men show up and stuff, and it's just like. <laughs> All the Simpsons characters as the X-Men and the Avengers and everything. Yeah. And they're like, this is what happens when Disney buys 20th Century Fox. Because <laughs> the Simpsons are also 20th Century yeah, Fox. Yeah. It's like, okay, that's like funny, but I didn't laugh because I was just like, the rest of it's just like so exhausting. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's all just pure corporate synergy. Oh, boy. And it's yeah, like that was not a box review, corporate synergy, exclamation point. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, look, people like these franchises. People love... What they like, there's fans for everything. Just mm-hmm. treat people like actual people, not like consumers. Yeah. Make a story mm-hmm. first because people like these characters a lot. Mm-hmm. So keep telling, just try. I don't know. Like, I don't think, worry about your brand. Worry about telling a compelling story first. But like, the weird thing is, I feel like they did try because they give yeah. LeBron an arc. Yeah. They give Bugs Bunny a life and de- a little life and death arc. That's like the weird things that pop out. You yeah. Know? But otherwise it's like squashed into the ground. Mm-hmm. And everybody else is kind of like comic relief on the on the side, which makes me kind of bad because I always thought of yeah. like there was a big stint in like the mid 2000s <laughs> where Bugs and Daffy were like a duo and they like played off each other, yeah. mm-hmm. which I really, really like when they're actually like playing off each other together. Yeah. But they didn't really do that so much in this. Like I was so they're a good ups- combo. Bum- they're a good combo in, in a way that Mickey and uh, Donald never are. Mm-hmm. I think at least for me because Donald is like I love Donald because mm-hmm. he's just a freaking like curmudgeon yeah. and like hates everybody. Mm-hmm. But like him and Mickey, like Mickey only brings him up. You know, yeah, he's not chaotic enough. Whereas Bugs no. is Bugs is more chaotic. Yeah, so. Bugs is chaotic and Daffy like Daffy. I think I told, talked about last time like da- like Bugs is chaotic, but Daffy's insane. <laughs> yeah well he does go do the whole <laughs> yeah exactly like i feel like in this one he's more modern daffy duck than he has cartoon yeah. like bugs is 90s. like the straight man and he's still like wild yeah and like e- even then yeah, i feel like even bugs is a little bit more zany than daffy is in this one which i was like that's interesting because daffy's usually a little bit more insane than bugs is but yeah bugs always gets one over on daffy and then daffy just gets really upset and has like a zinger <laughs> 
I remember this one that was there, like living together in a house. <laughs> the, I remember it was like, this kind of feels like Fight Club to me. With like, some <laughs> like one of them's ramsh- not real. Yeah, like one of them isn't real. It was like ramshackle house with a couple other tunes. And I'm like, this is like a vibe for something. But it like, feels like Fight Club or something demented. That sounds good. Yeah. I want to watch that now. Yeah, I don't remember what it was called. It was like, it was like they were literally like living together in a house and like it was roommates or something. <laughs> I guess those are my final thoughts. Yeah, me too. That's mm-hmm. that's where it's at. Um, <laughs> I like the Looney Tunes still. Yeah. I want to see. I maybe I'll even check out the new Looney Tunes just to see what's going on there. Maybe yeah. it's maybe it's okay. Maybe it's good. Yeah, hopefully. Um, I just yeah. I wish this movie was a little bit more cohesive, shorter, mm-hmm. to the point, but also zanier at the same time. Yeah, it would have been nice. They and they have moments of glorious zaniness where like, I. Huh? Sorry, go ahead. They have moments of glorious zaniness where they have LeBron finally lets them be insane. And like you said, the acne, like, what's multiplier. Called? Multiplier was great. That's yeah. super fun. And uh, you know what? I feel like that's the only thing that was truly zany. And Granny doing that weird Matrix bit, it's weird. but Yeah. And I, I liked the idea of Lola being at uh, Themyscira mm-hmm. and everything. I, I like that. Um, it just goes on for a long time mm-hmm. and it's just like, oh, you just find her there and she does like some stuff, but it's I like, like it just goes her, on and on. They it's gave her long. like more time because like Zendaya is voicing her. Oh. And so I think they're like, we have to give this kind of big star a beefier role. I, yeah, that makes sense. And I feel like she'd side, she's kind of sidelined some other characters I'd like to spend more time with. Yeah. Other oh, than Lola Bunny. that's what I was going to say. If they do like expand Looney Tunes into movies and stuff, mm-hmm. I'd love to see like... <laughs> A Joker-like spinoff of Porky Pig. Tyler, you know, there are these <laughs> comics that, that have Looney Tunes in them, mm-hmm. where it's like DC, but like the superheroes and supervillains. So there was a Batman one with Elmer Fudd as a hitman. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think I, I've heard of this. Yeah, or maybe you told that me. That one's fucking amazing. <laughs> and then there's one with Daffy Duck as a Joker henchman. Oh, God. Which is super weird. Are these like su- semi-recent? Um, They were like in the past like five years, I think. I think maybe the Tom King Elmer Fudd is like three years old. Oh, time. right, right. It was Tom King. Yeah. Right? And then I forget who wrote the Joker Daffy <laughs> one. I, I think I never picked that one up because I'm like, this is, I'm not going to get this. This is, is too cursed. demented. Yeah. Like, this is cursed. I'm not buying it. <laughs> Man, I need to pick those up. Yeah, but they're, they did a whole bunch. I think I think Porky Pig is in Metropolis with like Jimmy Olsen. So I think that's fun stuff. I mean, this is not really Space Jam's like, MO. But it's Looney Tunes and... Oh, no. I, what I was about to say is like uh, the, um, the Flintstones comics and right. the same guy did the... Uh, what's his name? Um, the Suffering Succotash, the... Suffering Succotash, Sylvester? Yeah, no, the... Wait, no, he doesn't say Suffering Succotash. What does he say with the Huckleberry Hound and the pink... Oh, my darling. Yeah, oh what's the darling. comic? The the pink... Oh, um, what's it called? Snagglepuss. Yeah, Snagglepuss. Mm-hmm. He did the Snagglepuss comic yep. where he's like... Uh, a closeted uh, gay theater writer. Yes. During like... Uh, during the, the Red Scare. <laughs> yeah, during the Red... During McCarthyism. Mm-hmm. Like... It'd be cool if they did some of those as, as movies. It'd be awesome. That so. would be so cool. But yeah, give me that Joker Porky Pig movie. <laughs> <laughs> Where he just slowly crawls into a fridge <laughs> and Porky's dancing. <laughs> what? Do you know I got these scars? <laughs> these markings. <laughs> That would be good. That's good synergy right there. I like that. <laughs> Is it Porky Pig with these horrific scars all over? He might be a fucking saw mask. No, he just like draws a mama sharpie. Like it's a oh, fun okay. Looney Tunes thing. But okay, it's like if good. they just did that, it's like that's like Animaniacs level. Yeah, you know? like that's something. Did you watch the new Animaniacs? No, I didn't. I didn't either. Yeah, 
I they were always like a little too higher en- energy for me mm-hmm. as a kid. Yeah, I like some of it. You know, and they seem so. cute. But uh, yeah, you know, there there we are. Space Jam: New Legacy. <laughs> Animaniacs in the next one. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Honestly, yeah. Why not? Why? Why are no, they? Why in this? not? Yeah. Why weren't they in this? Wouldn't that be cool if, like, from the deep bench, the Animaniacs show, <laughs> show up? up? Yeah. Oh like, my god! Well, I lose my mind. They'll be like on your left, and then <laughs> we're the Animaniacs. <laughs> They're just in it for a play. That'd be awesome. Thinking the brain's not in this either. Oh like they god, just they totally sideline these people. They could pull in some great ones. Static yeah. Shock. <laughs> Superhero Static Shock. Whoop whoop. Oh. And uh, what's the name? Uh, freaking. Freakazoid. Freakazoid. Jeez, they really could have pulled in the bench of like just people. They're going to make, we're going to need more than just us though. We're going to need the deep bench of like Saturday morning cartoons. Truly. Can they even get like Yu Gi Oh in there because this kid's WB? Yu Gi Oh would be great to have around. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know how his powers would work outside of a game. He just turns from a little boy to a big man. (laughs) (laughs) Slifer the Sky Dragon! What's his his name even? Yu Gi Oh? Yami. Yami? Mm-hmm. Oh, his name was Yugi. His name's y- Yugi is the boy, and Yami is the man. The man? When he... All right, Tyler, so here's the lore of Yugo. So Yugi is a little boy <laughs> who loves... This is the way we end this podcast. <laughs> who loves playing Yu-Gi-Oh! Who loves playing... Um, not, it was, it's not called Yugo. It loves playing that trading card Pocket game. monsters. But loves playing Pokemon. <laughs> and one day, he assembles this magical puzzle box. Inside is an ancient Egyptian pharaoh who also played that same po- that same Pokemon game, <laughs> that same monster card game. And whenever he plays the game now, he's no longer Yugi. He turns into Yami, who is this ancient pharaoh, and that's why he's so intense. He possesses his body and gets really tall and cool. Is this in the show, too? Yes! I don't remember that. There's deep fucking lore about this in the show. <laughs> well, add in Yu-Gi-Oh, everybody. Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> Put that... In Space Jam Three, I, like I said, like this one was a total dud, but mm-hmm. I would, uh, I would watch more. Just like, look, if you're gonna branch off and like do all these different franchises, mm-hmm. do a different sport instead. Yeah, there's even gonna be like maybe a Tiger Woods one. I'm like, oh, that'd be boring. That'd be really dull. <laughs> Looney Tunes golf, like, like Caddyshack style or something. That could be fun. Yeah. Like Bill Murray, bring yeah. him back. I thought he would show up again for this, yeah. but he doesn't. Yeah, you think he would? Yeah, I, mean, I feel like he should be. You down. Could trick him into doing it. <laughs> trick him into. T- like he got Can you say into, I want to kill the president? <laughs> like he got tricked into uh, playing Garfield. He d- how did he get tricked? That's into like the Garfield. urban myth or whatever. He thought it was uh, Ethan Cohen of the Cohen Brothers oh. was directing it, but it was actually Ethan Cohen who's like a different director. <laughs> <laughs> He's just and Bill Murray only has a, a landline, oh. and he doesn't like keep a phone on him or anything. Mm-hmm. So if you want him in a movie, you have to like leave a voicemail, and he'll call oh. you back if he's interested. Oh, you know? Wow, so. that's stressful. That's yeah. a real power move. Yeah, you know, he probably missed out on some stuff, but yeah. he's also Bill Murray, so. Yeah, exactly. He'll pick up the phone and he'll return the call he wants to turn the call to. He always returns what's his name? He calls Wes Anderson's. <laughs> yeah. Well, Wes Anderson probably rides up to him on like a unicycle and gives him a hand, <laughs> like l- drops off some mail and in says, a horse drawn carriage. He says, like, do you want to be in my movie? And he says, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> he sends a letter back. <laughs> he sends a letter back. Dear Wes, of course I want to be in your movie. Dearest Wesley. <laughs> Dearest Wesley. Uh, before we do plugs, we've done everything we possibly could to talk about this movie. Mm-hmm. I'll just say, read a couple letterbox reviews. Oh, please, yes. Um, one of these from Brody Britton, one star. <laughs> no Neil McCauley and Vincent Hanna, one star. Talking about heat. Yep, that'd be pretty fun if they were in this. Yeah, sure. Bring I don't know how in. you could do it, but they're in it. Um, there's of course 
one by Ethan Vespi that just says dads don't understand reason, they understand power. <laughs> that one's always good. Uh, by Hilary Buzis, one star. They do not even go to space. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Which is absolutely true. <laughs> Hillary, that's good. They should have just called this Cyberspace Jam. <laughs> they do not even go into space. And I'm sure I could find a lot, but a lot more. But probably my favorite one is by this person. It, their username is not YouTube J, but <laughs> YouTube J, our battlefront enemy, our um, nemesis, J Mart. Uh, two stars, quite enjoyable. <laughs> Interesting. Why did they give it two stars out of five? It was quite enjoyable. Maybe they have a really high bar for like good movies. Well, that's kind of good then. Yeah. If they found a two-star movie enjoyable, that means yeah. they like most movies, I guess. That's good. Well, anyways, yeah. thank you for listening. Good for you, Jay. On our <laughs> rants and raves about... Uh, not so much raves. There's a rave on the Matrix planet. There is a rave. <laughs> There's a rave in Blade World, too. In what world? In Blade World. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good to have a blade world that would be fun can you imagine a planet full of vampires and blade he has to he has to destroy the whole, whole planet, planet of vampires that yeah. sounds so cool that sounds like an amazing how is that not a comic already blade planet v yeah it's like world war hulk or whatever yeah mm, that's good let's make it let's do it yeah <laughs> i mean donny cates keeps threatening to write blade but like I imagine him doing something akin to that. Yeah, that'd be that'd be rad as hell. Just not even much dialogue. Mm, it's just him shredding vampires, just one-liners and shredding vampires. And like the vampires have a majority of the dialogue, and then Blade shows them. They're just like, "Oh no!" Yeah, <laughs> it's like a long Tarantino-like sequence of two guards talking, and then they just run in and get chopped up like <laughs> like Monty Python. Mm-hmm. Just uh, instantly. Just <laughs> anyways, let us pitch the next Space Jam movie. I guess Warner yeah. Brothers. We're good at it. We understand what it needs to be. <laughs> <laughs> a planet of vampires. Yeah, we'll get into that mo- that room with Sarah Silverman and Stephen Yoon, and it'll be great. <laughs> with a poster of Joker in the background. <laughs> <laughs> that was our Joker sighting. Unfortunately, that was it. Uh, Can con- you tell us what's coming next? Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> I love the maybes. We are... Look, my schedule is unfortunately bonkers until like mm-hmm. the end of August, but we're planning on doing 1998 Godzilla next weekend <laughs> with our pal Nick Viverka. Yay! Uh, and then after that, I'm gonna start doing horror movies. So, because that's I feel right, like, it's horror season on the franchise. I feel like all we did last year was like the craft. That's right, we only did so two segment I horror movies. Kind of want to catch up a little bit, mm-hmm. and I think we're gonna start with Final Destination. Yeah, which is a good like summer horror mm-hmm. kind of movie. So franchise. So we're gonna have so much. Are we doing like horror like all the way through like October? Yeah. That'll be great. That's going to be awesome. Just pile them on. I love it. Is Paranormal Activity in there? Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> it's hard to it's hard to like plan out the schedule sometimes because it's like no, just the amount of movies mm-hmm. in each franchise, and then you have to like try to squeeze in a different one. Exactly, yeah. But I would like to do some longer ones because I feel like we've been doing like two furs or even one mm-hmm. furs a lot recently. Like we need so. to really establish ourselves as the franchise now and do like a really long ass fr- franchise. Yeah. <laughs> Next year, I want to do Fast and the Furious, which is 11 movies. Mm-hmm. Transformers, which is like eight movies. Jeez. That's <laughs> but maybe that will be too painful. I don't, you know what? This is what the podcast is. It's us having to traverse through these franchises. Yeah, this movie made me kind of regret making this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Ow! But, you know, it's it's okay. Just every once in a while you got... Just there's going to be stinkers in a... Mm-hmm. Like, I just recently watched Nightmare on Elm Street franchise, yeah. and there's a lot of bad ones in that. What about the Fear Street ones? Have you seen those? 
No, but we that will cover it. There's gonna three cover, now. Yeah, we're going to cover those. Nice, good. That was my plan. Mm, good. It's like, oh, we should do it as soon as it comes out, but at the same mm. time, it's a spooky movie. Yeah. So. We got Space Jam to talk about. Exactly. Everybody loves Space Jam, too. So They we all loved it. It was a huge it. hit. <laughs> but part of me feels like we're going to get more. I, I, I think you're right. I feel like we're going to have more. It's like I really didn't like this movie and that like I didn't hate it in a way. It's just like I definitely didn't need to see that. Mm-hmm. There wasn't really anything in it that was that enjoyable. Yeah. But I mean, I guess if you have two hours... If you have kids kid, that are big basketball fans and never heard of the Looney Tunes, and you're like, hey, share and don't know how of, basketball works. I don't know how basketball works. They're really into Fortnite, maybe. And we're really not the authorities on what to recommend to your children. So, <sighs> guys, point. I, I have a puppy, so of course I can speak to having you having children. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the same thing. You're a dog daddy. Yeah. But yeah, I guess bring us home, Tyler. What do you have to plug? Uh, just follow us at Franchise Pod on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. Did I say Instagram? Instagram. Yeah. Uh, email us at thefranchisepodcast at gmail.com if with any questions, comments, concerns, compliments. Mm. We want to do a corrections episode one day. I need to stop bringing up every single episode, but I'm I, just trying to goad people. Well, you know, we're getting towards our episode 100 as well. Yeah, that'll and be our correction. That'll be a sad correction. I don't want that to be the, episode. No, I, I, I deny you. I don't want that to be our corrections episode. Episode 100 is a celebration. And so... It's a celebration of life. Of life. Of Wookiee life. <laughs> Wookie Life Day. We have everybody. our old pervert Wookie grandpa watching porn on his hollow deck. <laughs> we're gonna cover. We're saying it now, even if it's in April. We're gonna cover the Star Wars Christmas special okay. for our hundredth episode. That's what's our hundred. Uh, no, it's no, gonna say our hundredth no. episode is going to be either we do the like a party here or something, and we invite people up a few at a time to like do like little interview talks. We have everybody watch the same movie, whatever we decide it is. And then we interview little people little by little. Or my mom wants to host a friend, a live franchise episode at her home. And we invite everyone who's ever been on. And we do fr- the Friendies Awards, which is we give awards to all of our guests who have been on. Mm, that's good. Yeah. I like that. So we can do the Friendies. <laughs> as long as we give everybody awards. No, only some people are going to get awards. Oh, you know. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> Gotta be tough. You gotta be good. Because I couldn't be me when I was 12. So, yeah. So you don't get to either. Everyone gets a trophy. What kind of BS America do we live in now? You'll suffer like I suffer. <laughs> and there will never be anything different, and nothing will be better. If you don't get an award for being in your Little League team, I didn't either. Now look at me. I uh, work at the look convenience at store. Look at me. I drink every day at <laughs> noon. <laughs> uh, and I okay. piss my pants at 5 a.m. every night. <laughs> Uh, this is really derailed from his space. Look family. at me! <laughs> I wear overalls without shirts. Connery's facing the open window. Look at me! <laughs> Shaving my head. <laughs> well, thank you, Grayson Hansen, for artwork. I didn't get to do a plug. What do you have to plug? Nothing. It's pointless. What do you have to plug? If you enjoy the sound of my voice, don't enjoy tabletop role-playing games. You'll probably enjoy Starship Impala. It's an actual play role-playing podcast where me and four with amazing friends play the Starfinder game. Over 100 hours of content waiting for you to devour. Now take us home. Thank you to Grayson Hansen for our artwork and Nick Kovarka for our music. Uh, please rate and review us five stars on Apple Podcasts. It'll help to grow our pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, I already said the other stuff. Yeah. And on until that next time, <laughs> uh, one of the quotes on IMDb is just from Fred Flintstone. And the quote is, Yabba dabba do. I guess that makes sense for the synergy in this movie. <laughs>
Like Algae Rhythm once said, welcome to the Space Jam. The Space Jam. Like this Lola way. Bunny once said, we'll get your son back, I promise. <laughs> From that kidnapper and groomer, Algae <laughs> Rhythm. Oh, boy. What'd you... Out of my way, worm. Big worm. Big worm. Who you call him Big Worm, little bunny? Doll face. Nobody calls her doll in this. Good, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it is good. It's objectively yeah. good. What a bad guy can call her doll in the jail. I like fireplace. <laughs>